Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome to Unhappy Hour, the show where we bitch about all the things we love to hate every single week. I'm your host, Matt Belisai. I am in the studio sitting right across from my co-host and producer, Barry Finkel. Hi, Barry. Hey, Matt. Are we ready for the fifth to last episode oh, ever God. of Unhappy Hour? If you do this, it's just going to make me cry. Every week, we're counting down to the very last episode. If you missed our announcement last week, you're going to have to go back and listen. But what is happening today? We're going to kick things off, as always, with a little ranting. Then we got Worst Things First, where I shout about the stupidest, most ridiculous, worst news of the week. And after that, we are taking a special deep dive into the chaotic state that is Florida. Yeah. <laughs> As all of you winos know, Florida is kind of like the third co-host of this podcast. She really is. It's She's a character in our show. Mm-hmm. We shit all over her, but what would we be without her? Truly. And since we only have uh, five episodes left of this show, we wanted to take a trip down memory lane and highlight some of our favorite stories that will leave you saying, say it with me, only, only in Florida. Florida. And finally, we'll get into all the good stuff that helps the bad shit go down easier with our chaser, so let's get into it, let's do it, let's start the show. All right, Barry, it's our fifth to last episode. (sighs) (laughs) What do you have to bitch about besides me counting down our episodes? Okay, yeah, besides that, um, I've got two. I got two big ones here, all right? You ready for this? First of all. I can see these big ones (laughs) right in front of me. Oh, my God. Jugs. Um, Here's the thing. Cold brew needs to come with a warning. I think that all coffee shops should have the little icons like they do for spicy food, the little like chili peppers for spicy food rating Mm. how spicy it is. They should have that for caffeine and cold brew, okay? Because I had a cold brew this morning, and it's really a gamble. Sometimes they're just like iced coffee from the day before. Sometimes they're really intense. 
today's was an intense one and I felt like I was flying (laughs) and I felt like I was shaky. I had to take a lot of deep breaths. It sent me into outer space and um, it's too much. And could I just order an iced Americano? Yes, but I don't want to always do that. I just want a goddamn iced coffee. That's not going to make me both sweat I uh, want to sprint and shit my pants all at once. Isn't I just don't think that's too hard to ask. You know who has amazing iced coffee that's consistent? Starbucks. Starbucks. I know, but I don't like going there. Yeah, I know. Well. I'm just saying. Fine. <laughs> that's the price that you pay by shopping local. <laughs> <laughs> Truly. Um, so, yeah, that is really, like, difficult for me. It's uh-huh. been a whirlwind, especially because I tend to not drink a lot of coffee during the week. And then oh. on the weekends, I sleep a lot. And then I'm like. I want the treat that is coffee. <laughs> <That's> absurd. <laughs> but then I get re-addicted. So then at the beginning of each week, I go through like a detox again. <laughs> it's a pretty cool cycle for me personally. That is truly like so backwards. I know. <laughs> <laughs> to how almost everybody else in America lives their life. Yes. So the thing is, coffee makes me so anxious. So I can't really drink it much when I'm working because then it'll make me hyperventilate. Sure. Because I'm mentally disturbed. That's why every time we hang out on the weekends, you're always clinically insane. (laughs) Yeah, I know. And today. What's your other bitch? Okay, my other gripe is, this one really threw me for a doozy. Uh, We were recording this the day after election day. Mm -hmm. I woke up to a text from one of my best friends, Eliana, and it was a screenshot of one of the Illinois district's election results. And I was like, why is she sending me this? And then I looked and I realized it's because the person who was running for the Republican ticket for Congress in this district oh, no. was my high school bully. <laughs> <laughs> but but he fucking lost yes. it. So I feel like it's both a gripe, the fact that like I know that pretty much all, especially Republican politicians, were once someone's high school bully. Yeah. But the fact that mine was actually running and like potentially he got 25 percent of the vote. So like. Enough to be like, oh, my God, but not enough to fucking win. 25%, though, is pretty embarrassing. Uh, Yeah. So that this is both a gripe and a gloat. I'm not going to say his name, but I will say, fuck yeah. (laughs) Illinois district number. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, wow, what a a ride. Never thought I'd see the day. Yeah. Uh, But there he is. The other thing that was, like, really shocking about this was I told someone else about this news this morning. Uh Uh-huh. And this person, who knows me very well— was like, oh my god, you were bullied in high school, <laughs> and I was like, I'm sorry. Have we met? Have we met? <laughs> what do you? How do you think I got here? <laughs> um, so yeah, it's a it's a gripe <laughs> and a gloat, and uh, wow, what a time. What about you? What are you here to gripe about this week? Um, well, an update because I would say, oh yeah, after last week, we announced that unhappy hour would be ending this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, I would say I got equal amounts of messages about unhappy hour ending and people convinced that I have a blood clot yep. in my leg that's yep. going to head to my brain and explode and kill me. Right. The number of people who were in my DMs who just straight up said, I know you said not to do this, but you have a blood clot. Go to the doctor. <laughs> So we said you were going to the doctor. Yeah, yeah. But do you want to tell the people 
what your doctor said. <laughs> well, I went to the doctor, and if you didn't listen, yeah, I had I just had a giant unexplained bruise accompanied by like muscle pain. I was like, oh, I must have pulled a muscle or yeah. something, but I don't remember doing anything. And I showed a picture to the nurse. I was very happy they didn't make me take my pants off. Actually, that's great. They I were, guess they were content with just seeing the picture because huh. it was so disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I will say. Also, having seen the photo, you're not exaggerating. No. It, it was insane. It looked like I got that disease from Game of Thrones where mm. your skin turns Dragon into scale. Like, yeah. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah. The do- the nurse, I showed the picture of the nurse and she said, it looks like you got hit by a car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, I showed it to the nurse. Well, I didn't really see the doctor. Technically, it was a nurse practitioner, mm. which I, that could be my gripe because I don't get what the fuck that is. I don't know either, but I trust her with my life. Yeah. I guess that's what I've seen the past, like dozen times I've gone to the doctor yeah, and I just accept it that his advice is equal to a doctor's even though it's like where is the title sir <laughs> are you like still in school I don't understand I don't, I don't know what it means or did they, did they just like tap out without going all the way right are they just like a dentist but for the body right it could be I have no idea but he said and I quote it's a mystery <laughs> Literal quote. Uh, my I think the subtext was like, clearly you must have like injured it in some way. Yeah. He was like, I don't think you're bleeding internally. Okay, but like that is what a bruise is. But okay. Right. But, he but was like, like not like I don't think you're actively right. like bleeding out right. in. And they they drew blood, and I got my results back, and he was like, all of your blood levels are fine. Okay. The only thing that's high is this one level that indicates muscle injury, which is consistent with what we thought, okay. and that I'll just go back and couple weeks to do another round of blood work to see if that goes back down, which it should after my leg heals. I'm sorry. uh, You told me earlier this week, not only will it heal, but while it's healing, the blood will move down your leg because of gravity, right? which are words I never wanted to hear. The bruise will migrate. Migrate. Yeah. And it has. It like kind of moved to the back of my leg, but it looks way better. Uh It's clearing up. Okay. My leg still kind of hurts, but yeah, yeah, I must have done something in the gym that I just didn't realize. You're just too swole for school. Yeah. I mean, the reality is, honestly, I've been thinking more like, could it have been all of those times that I was desperately trying to get to a splits? And did I like just kind of <laughs> stretch my hamstrings like to the breaking point and then just something small caused a massive bruise? Have you been back on the splits game? No, not for just a while, a- which is maybe okay. also the problem was like they haven't been used in a little while. Mm. I don't know. It's a mystery. It's a mystery. He really was right. To quote he went the doctor, off. nurse yeah. practitioner. But that according to all of the tests, I'm not at risk of losing my leg at this time. Yeah, you will survive to the end of Unhappy Hour. We can't make any promises post finale. Right. I think I'll make it to Christmas. Yeah. But if not, I'll be like Tiny Tim. I'll just have one leg and I'll hobble around and yell at Scrooge. Yeah. Speaking of which, that is my other gripe, Uh-oh. which is that we got invited to, and by we, I mean me. Okay. Uh, True. I was then, a plus one. <laughs> I invited you to um, the New York premiere of this movie Spirited that mm-hmm. is a movie coming out this holiday season starring uh-huh. Will Ferrell and Ryan Reynolds. Not sponsored. They just invited us. Uh-huh. Uh, me. You. Um by the way, same place that invited us, um, invited me to the, 
to the event that we went to and talked about where we thought we were just going to a movie like screening. Right, so a press we showed screening up for journalists. Stoned out of our minds yeah. in sweatpants. Yeah. And then it turned out there was like a red carpet situation. Yeah, and I like, like, saw some of the hottest people I've ever seen in my <laughs> yeah, life. Getty photographers. And the caterers like just kept bringing us food because right. they knew we were the only ones who weren't on a diet. <laughs> yeah. Knocked over some popcorn, started picking it up individually from the ground. <laughs> they had to beg me to stop. That mess of a situation. This was the same exact place yep. that invited us to the premiere of this movie. And it was a full-blown movie premiere. Yeah. I definitely thought this was like going to be the same level right. as the last screening. I was Maybe like- Maybe a hundred people. Yeah. Small kind of screening. Yeah, no, this was like we got there and we heard the paparazzi shouting, Will, 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 for Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell was there. Octavia Spencer was there. Tracy Morgan was there. I I very rarely um, am shocked when I see a celebrity. I gasped when I saw Tracy Morgan, partially because we had just been watching 30 Rock. Also, I want to make it clear, we were not on the red carpet. No, no, We were not on the step and repeat. (laughs) No, no. There was a very clear um, marker separating the plebeians from the celebrities. Yeah. We were not along that line. The guy from Hot Ones was there. Again. um, And he's becoming like my event nemesis Mm -hmm. because I have now seen him at several events. Mm -hmm. He did walk the red carpet. Uh, I did look him up and he is dating a woman. So that's upsetting to me. And that will be my (laughs) Right. Um, Because I was like, you know what? Let's make this an enemies to lovers situation. Ah. By the way, I have no concrete beef with this man. (laughs) No, none at all. (laughs) He's just a person you've seen. (laughs) Other than the fact that I'm like, why is he everywhere? Yeah, but maybe he's Uh, thinking the same thing about you. Despite the fact that he has a massively popular internet show. Right, yeah, I think um, that's probably why. Where he gets like Oscar winners to eat hot wings. Yeah, Uh, and in that way, it's kind of like maybe when he sees you, he doesn't even. (laughs) No, (laughs) absolutely not. (laughs) But I was like, oh, maybe we can establish some type of like enemies to lovers story here. And then I tragically discovered that he's at least dating a woman. Mm. Yeah. But she wasn't there. So. No, he was with the man, actually. Mm Um, my real gripe about this whole situation, though, is that the movie ended at 10 p.m. 10 p.m. And then there was an after party at the Rainbow Room. Again, I almost cried. I almost I literally was almost in tears. The fact that we were at the Rainbow Room. I was like, this feels like once in a lifetime. It was stunning. I was like, holy shit. But the problem was we got there. Open bar. Beautiful. Gorgeous. I mean, you got the top of Rockefeller Center. It's amazing. They were serving dinner. Dinner. Full-on buffet. But we were like, where the fuck is the dessert? (laughs) You have the audacity to bring me to a beautiful event at 1030 by the time we got there. themed movie. themed movie. What do you think of when you think of Christmas? Cookies. There was not a shred of dessert. Of course, the first thing we did was ask one of the uh, (laughs) staff members carrying around appetizers, will there be dessert? (laughs) And this French man was like... Yeah, maybe an hour. Maybe no, that's not. <laughs> I was fully Italian, and also I don't know if the man was French. He had some accent okay. that was vaguely European. Sure. And he was like, "Yes, maybe an hour or so," but it was already so late, and we were so tired and hot, and I have a daughter to get home to. Yeah. So we missed out on dessert, and I still don't know what the dessert yeah, was. Yeah, and like we waited a while, and I almost asked another person. At the very least, you have a dessert table that is open right. from the start. That yes. People can go up to and eat from Christmas themed film yeah Christmas cookies so I'll be filing a class action lawsuit against Will Ferrell (laughs) Octavia Spencer (laughs) Tracy Morgan and Ryan um, Reynolds 
Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, so that is my, my my gripe. All right. Well, at this point, we play some uh, rant hotlines. And guess what? You called into the rant hotline to complain about us ending on happy hour. <laughs> Let's hear it. Hi. Um, I'm fucking furious at you two. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing canceling the show? Nothing else makes me laugh like this. And I love you people, but I can't stand you right now. Bye. It's true. We do deserve to be shit on. Mm-hmm. Um, but this podcast will still exist in time. Yeah. You can still go back in it from the beginning and listen. That sounds horrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think we're... We definitely got better with age, sure. I would say. Yeah, so it like might a not fine be, wine. But yeah, you could still listen. You can listen to us sped up. You can listen to us backwards. Right. You know, just like all sorts of things. But yeah, Joe Firestone was absolutely right. Yep. Um, that The second that you announced that you're ending something, that's when people really come out on your behalf. Right. I think we got more Instagram followers. <laughs> and I was like, when did this happen? <laughs> Which means that whatever project we uh, do next, everybody fucking better show out for it. Yeah. Come on, guys. Yeah. I mean, we're not canceling this because of you guys. We're No. <laughs> we're just done. <laughs> yeah. It's just we've done this for... I don't know, probably 20 years at this at point. At least, yeah. In, in podcast And in years. dog years, like, whew. Anyway, well, thank you to everybody who called in expressing your outrage at us. Um, the rant hotline will still be open. Everybody can call in. We will be doing uh, one last rant hotline episode before the end of the show. So call in if you've ever wanted to call in. And while you, of course, are welcome to continue calling in to shit on us, also call with your other things you hate that everyone else loves. Right. So that we can have a really fun time with that last rant You have hotline. to include both, yeah. at least. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Let's get on with the show. How about we hop into the headlines? All right, worst things first. Let's chat about the worst news of the week. First, we have discussed in the past few weeks scandals in the chess community, in the fishing community, and this week, guess what? Scandal has arrived in the cornhole community. <gasps> no, not cornhole. Yeah, because players were found to be using bags that were not regulation. Wow. Not cornhole. No. I never, we only called it bean bags. Yeah, no, we mostly called it cornhole. And let me tell you, one thing growing up in the Chicago area, yeah, we play cornhole. But then you go to Indiana University, there's cornhole all day, every day, baby. There's cornhole yeah, at, in, like, Indiana, every fucking bar. There's nothing else to <laughs> there's do. There's nothing. You're just throwing bags into holes. Yeah. I just despise the name cornhole. I think yeah. it's disgusting. It demeans women. And okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so apparently bean bags in official cornhole are supposed to be six inches by six inches okay. uh, when they're flat and 16 ounces. Okay. Now, I guess these people are allowed to bring their own bags. That seems insane. You don't bring your own football <gasps> do teams bring their own footballs i don't think so i, I don't think know like how this works i think football and basketball and baseball like they provide it's the provided, balls yeah but do they bring their own bats i think so mm. and they're supposed to like yeah not put cork in them <laughs> right same with like you bring your own tennis racket you bring your own um golf 
clubs. Yeah, I'd say this is like the longest we've ever talked about sports. <laughs> right. The fact that I'm even, I'm not yeah, certain about any was, of it. No. But it's, I sounded like I was. Yeah, I really believe you. But this is one of those things where it's like, yeah, why? It just, it doesn't feel like you should be able to bring your own. No. The whole point is your aim. So you, if if you're truly skilled at cornhole, then you should just be able to do it with whatever. It's like a bowling ball. Yeah. Like you should be able to pick up uh, a ball that has been in that bowling alley since it opened in 1950. <laughs> stick your fingers in holes that are too small for you and throw that shit down the lane mm-hmm. and get a strike every strike, single strike, time. Strike. Anyway, so this tournament, there was a $15,000 grand prize what? up for grabs at the 2022 American Cornhole League World Championships in South Carolina. Alrighty. And one team accused another of using bags that were not compliant. They said that they were too small. Which I guess maybe it's more maneuverable if it's sure small. you know gravity and stuff. You know, getting six inches in your hand is not always the easiest. Uh, 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 <laughs> um, depends on the size of your hand. Okay, I guess. let's keep going. <laughs> the point is, judges inspected the bags and found that neither of the teams had compliant bags. I feel like they should be inspecting prior to them playing. Yeah, the takeaway that players were saying is like, we need a referee. Yeah. <laughs> Why isn't there a referee? <laughs> If you're going to create a championship out of a fucking lawn game, you better put someone in a striped shirt, give them a visor and a whistle and some flags and tell them to get to fucking work. I will happily tell someone that say, their bags are too small. You're already, well, Ika, you should work for an airline. Also, you are currently wearing a striped shirt, so yeah, you're horizontal ready. horizontal stripes, though, because they're more slimming. Right. They're not. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, apparently um, cornhole players professionally can earn up to like $250,000 a year oh if you play all of the like tournaments and win. So this is what we're pivoting to. <laughs> Guys, yeah. the reason we're ending on happy hour is because Matt and I, we're are, finally going We're going pro. pro. <laughs> We're going to the big leagues. But some players, I guess, will go to great lengths. They boil bags that I don't really know what that does. It makes them tighter, maybe. Or they wash them with vinegar. It makes them more pliable. Okay. Y'all need to calm down. It is. I do remember playing in like some of the bags if they're are more stiff. Yeah. They're not as good. No. You need a bag not. that's like soft and supple. Yeah. It's like if you're going to throw a baby, you want it to be able to like, if it's all like stiff. Oh, my God. <laughs> Why? Why go there? Next. Kentucky officials warned motorists to avoid a portion of a highway where chicken entrails spilled across the roadway. Oh, I don't like that. I don't even like thinking about the fact that they have entrails. Yeah. The point is, somehow all of these bird insides got smashed all over the highway, and the city fire department was attempting to wash the waste material off the roadway, which... Once again, begs the question that we have asked many, many times on this podcast, and that is, what do fire departments do? (laughs) Not a fire in sight here. Yeah, I don't think we've once covered a story where firemen put out a fire. (laughs) We have talked about firemen refusing to rescue cats out of trees. There was a story that I almost included this week, apparently, of a firefighter attempting to put out uh, a fire, and then, like, someone threw a bathtub out the window and hit them. Oh, no! But I don't know if that was like a fun story or like I was (laughs) just like, "Mm, we can avoid that. But the point is, this particular fighter, I guess, yeah, if you have. They have big hoses. Yeah, I know Uh. they do. So they had to issue a warning saying, if you want to avoid the smell and avoid getting chicken waste all over your vehicle, you should probably avoid this area. Right. But if you love the smell of chicken waste. 
Go right over there. Go gobble Head it up. Over. Yeah, turkeys are going to be pretty scarce this Thanksgiving yeah. because of prices. So if you go scoop up some chicken entrails. Yeah. I hate, hate the fact that when you buy like a whole bird from the store, they just give you a little Ziploc bag full of all of their organs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why? I As don't a, want that. That's the worst Happy Meal toy I could possibly <laughs> imagine. <laughs> It's just like, yeah, a cereal box toy that they slap inside of a turkey. Mm. What do you, nobody should be eating that. Not a prize I want. No. I'm sure there's some use for it. Of course. And of course, you know, I would love to believe in a kind of holistic approach to using every part of the animal and all of that. But also, ew. <laughs> Next, the U.S. National Park Service is begging park goers to stop licking toes. You can't make. The number of times that I have walked into your apartment when you are throat deep throat on deep. a toad, mm. just absolutely slathering your wet mm. tongue all over the back of a toad. Nothing and like front it. Of it. Of course. Get the whole thing in one lick. Uh, so this sonorin, sonorin? Sure. Desert toad secretes a potentially deadly but also potentially awesome toxin <laughs> that some people call the God molecule. Oh, hell yeah. Because it creates this hallucinogenic effect that is so potent that some people compare it to a religious experience. Now, most of the time people get this toxin in like a crystallized form. Right. You're now just straight up licking the back of a toad. Uh-huh. But people are doing that. Right. Why they not? They are licking the back of a toad. And so the National Park Service had to issue a thing that said, as we say, with most things you come across in a national park, whether it be a banana slug, an unfamiliar mushroom, or a large toad with glowing eyes in the dead of night, please <laughs> refrain from licking. Thank you. <laughs> oh, it's beautiful. Oh, it's usually dried into crystals and smoked in a pipe. Mm. It is illegal in the U.S., but it is legal in Mexico. And so, like many things, people in Mexico have set up, like, resorts where you can go and, like, experience this in a controlled environment. Yeah. And and then the rest of us can roll our eyes um, because that person will come back from a vacation and be like, oh, my God, it was life-changing. I saw God. And it was like, actually, you just kind of licked the back of an amphibian. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and that's disgusting. Yeah. And your brain got so fucked up from that experience that... Um, You're actually more annoying now. Right. You dreamed out loud, and now we have to hear about it. So that's okay. <laughs> um, but the toads are now, I guess, under threat, so... Mm. Uh, I mean, yeah, they're definitely under threat yeah, of I'm, this I'm, tongue. <laughs> I'm getting a wet, wet... <laughs> Smoochy smooch. What do you call it? Mouth job? Blow mm. job. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot the name of blow job for a second. <laughs> Uh, anyway, and finally, students at a high school in El Paso, Texas, are going to have to retake the SAT because a UPS truck carrying their ungraded exams lost them and they blew out of the truck all over the highway. Obviously, this is an inside job. This is their grandma died. Their dog ate their homework. This is an inside job. The students paid this mail truck guy because they all did so poorly on the SATs. They wanted another shot at it. I mean, you're looking at the glass half full, which is not the spirit of this podcast. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm just I'm looking at the conspiracy. I got my little tinfoil hat on. I here. would be so fucking pissed. Oh, if yeah. I no, I'd be like, give me SAT. a fucking 200 or whatever the yeah. SAT is. Like, just give me the highest one. There was like 300 students. All but like 50 of the exams were destroyed or blew away. So they're all of them have to retake it. That is insane. I would be like, okay, so let us cheat. Yeah. 
like now we get to use computers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'd be so fucking mad to have to retake. I took the ACT twice. Me too. I don't remember how many times I took it. And the fact that I don't remember is liberating. Yeah, I can barely remember what my score was. No. I never took the SAT. No. And look at me now. I'm the host of a podcast that I'm choosing to shoot in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, UPS had to issue an apology saying that they um, apologized to the school and they apologized to the students and that, quote, the driver's actions in this case are not representative of UPS protocols and methods. Frankly, I don't think that apologizing is enough. And I think they need to do like Game of Thrones style shame walk. Yeah. All the students just going shame. Shame. <laughs> yeah. Shame. I'm going to go ahead and guess that it is one of the UPS drivers that I follow on TikTok who just post thirst traps. Mm, that would make sense. Because it is like what I would say, like women who are nurses for straight men, that is what UPS drivers are to me personally. <laughs> That's like, beautiful. Yeah. The UPS uniform just objectively has no sexual appeal, but no. but it does. Yeah. Yeah, it's basically lingerie. <laughs> and I feel similarly about nurses on TikTok as I do about UPS drivers. It is kind of like, why are you here? What are you do doing? your job. Yeah. Um, yeah, whenever I see a nurse on TikTok, I'm just like, this should not be allowed. Someone's dying, <laughs> like behind right. you. Surely there is someone desperately pressing their call button that you are just straight up ignoring. Mm -hmm. But yeah, if, if the UPS driver in question in this particular story is hot, I will be their defense attorney. <laughs> And that's it for this week's Worst Things First. Next, we're diving into even crazier stories because we're heading to Florida. Deep dive, deep dive, deep dive, deep dive, deep dive. Deep dive, deep dive, deep dive, deep dive, deep dive. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.
I'm Bobby Finger. And I'm Lindsay Weber. And I want to tell you about a podcast I think you're going to love. Who Weekly is a podcast about everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. Does celebrity news stress you out? Are there too many people you've literally never heard of? Check out Who Weekly, a podcast hosted by Lindsay Weber and me, Bobby Finger. Each episode goes deep into the biggest Who Liberty stories of the moment. And if you're still confused, we even have a weekly call-in episode where we'll answer the most burning listener queries. Who Weekly airs twice weekly with brand new episodes on Tuesdays and Fridays. Listen and follow Who Weekly on the Odyssey app or wherever else you get your podcasts. Uh, all right. Well, this podcast has been around for several decades now. Centuries, and, even. Uh, the one constant through it, through it all, through pregnancies, we've seen presidential elections, we have seen dictatorships, impeachments, we have seen trees grow and die and reborn. <laughs> the one constant through it all has been the horrific state that is Florida. Only in Florida. And I want to be clear, we are recording this on Wednesday, November 9th, because uh, I do know that today, I believe the tropical storm that was heading to Florida has been upgraded to a hurricane. Oops. So I don't, I don't love the fact that we're doing a Florida-themed deep dive right before um, a hurricane slams into that state. But hey, check our show notes for some relief funds. Exactly. I mean, Florida is also experiencing another hurricane in the form of Ron DeSantis, who is a horrible human being right. and needs to be stopped. And it is a shame that we are ending this podcast. Podcast before um, we we won't be able to shit on Ron DeSantis every single week for the next few years because that is what he will need. Yeah. So if he wins in 2024, it'll be because of us. I don't want to take responsibility <laughs> for that at all. <laughs> anyway, the point is the one constant in unhappy hour history has been the antics of the state of Florida. So for today's deep dive, we wanted to honor the state of Florida by covering some of the most ridiculous stories to come out of the state of Florida in the last 10 years or so. We didn't cover a lot of these stories when they happened, but they are ones that I found today. So, all right, first... Uh, this is from 2017. A dog trainer got his license suspended after at least 12 of his Greyhound racing dogs tested positive for cocaine. No! Yeah. They were having some crazy-ass parties over there. Yeah. How did you know that they weren't just going to go out to the disco after the race? <laughs> Maybe the cocaine wasn't even for their performance. Yeah, no. It was so they could stay awake in order to boogie all night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's no dog that I've ever seen in my life that I believe was on cocaine more than a greyhound racing Absolutely. dog. Absolutely. I just feel like maybe... It's naturally in their system. Also, are there like mini greyhounds and big greyhounds? Yeah, Italian greyhounds and then just like regular ones. The Italian ones are the small ones. Yes. Oh, mm-hmm. I see. They're I the see. small Italians. I do remember like going as a kid to some like carnival or something that had like a dog racing truck. Yeah. The <laughs> Wisconsin was... State Fair has pig racing, which I've seen. Maybe it was pig racing. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a grand old time. Well, I guess dog racing is outlawed in 40 states. Mm-hmm. And of the 10 remaining states, there are 19 dog tracks in the U.S. and 12 of them are in Florida. It's so stupid. So the vast majority of dog racing is, I guess, happening in Florida. Oh, my God. 
And yeah, over the course of like 10 years, which um doesn't sound horrible, over 60 dogs tested positive for cocaine. That's a lot of dogs. That's like six a year. Okay, sure. You go out in New York City, half of a bar is addicted to cocaine. So true. It's I do feel like, yeah, she's making a comeback. Yeah. Cocaine. She, you know, we dipped a little bit. Everyone's doing salvia. Oh. And then I thought you meant you and I dipped. And I was like, no. 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 I would I'm just charting the course of cocaine. Right, right, right. She dipped a little bit Mm -hmm. in the 2000s. Everyone was doing salvia. Sure. Miley Cyrus. Cyrus. Thank you. And then um yeah, now cocaine is making a comeback (laughs) along with um horse tranquilizers. So fun. Ketamine. Um, not for me. Not for me. Neither. I'd rather eat an edible and launch myself into space. But <laughs> you know, yeah. To everybody who wants to be more alert in the world, sure. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> How I, about it? I just as far as drugs go, I don't want to be doing the one that people would then give to a dog to race better. Right. You know, like that's not the energy that I'm going for. I would, however, watch a race where all of the dogs were high on weed. Yes. Because I'd love to see that. Yeah. And then afterwards, we get to feed them just a bunch of turkey. Yeah. And bacon. Mm. Every time I eat bacon now, I feel bad because I'm like, oh, this smells so good. And I bet you're sad. I bet truffles would love it. Yeah. But I don't give her table food. Good. And PSA, we don't give our dogs weed. Weed is very toxic to dogs. Don't give your dogs weed. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, next, this story from 2013. A 23-year-old man broke into a home in St. Augustine, Florida, and was about to masturbate when he got distracted by a green remote-controlled helicopter. Oh, fun. Here's my question about this story, just right off the bat before I continue, is how do they know the course of events that took place? Uh, It was unclear if they had, like, a camera in the house. But, like, how do they know his mental state was, I'm going to sit down, jack off. But, oh, wait, what's that? A green helicopter? Um, I just like to think that he was either live streaming or mm. just, like, writing it down in his diary at the end of the day, going through the course of events, you know? Right, right. And also, like, I'm surprised that the helicopter made him stop jerking off because it's such a sensual air device, aircraft. Yeah, that's true. This was in 2013, so I don't know how good drone technology was. Well, Barack Obama's using it. But yeah, I remember being a kid with my race car and you did have to use, they didn't really, you couldn't do it one handed. You had to use both hands. Maybe he was trying to use the helicopter to assist in the jerking off. That is a dicey situation. And by that, I mean, you (laughs) could dice your dick up. Uh, No, he did pause his intent to masturbate. According (laughs) to a report, the man um, then depleted the helicopter's battery life, which ironically is what I um, call masturbating. (laughs) I'm I'm just going to go deplete my helicopter's battery life. Um, Right? Because you can helicopter a dick. Sure. You know what I'm talking about. Of course. You stand and then you kind of... I don't want to talk about it. But you have to get it going, though. It doesn't just do it right away. Right. Um, He depleted the helicopter's battery life, ate a salad, and then (laughs) jerked off in one of the house's bathrooms. I like that this guy has no desire to rob the house. He just kind of broke in and had a good time. Yeah. Deputies arrested him and confiscated a bag of weed, a bunch of drug paraphernalia, a pouch of chewing tobacco, a towel, and a wig. Oh, 
he knows how to have a good time. Love this dude. Yeah. Next, a man was arrested after a traffic crash uh, and explained that a bag of fake urine that was found in his vehicle wasn't for drug testing. It was just for role play between he and his wife. Okay. It's Sex in the City hot tea vibes. Is that what they did in Sex in the City? In the golden shower, she was like, I- I'm not comfortable with this, but like, I, what about hot tea? We can maybe try that and maybe like replicate the feeling. The fact that you were able to pull an example that made this story make sense is <laughs> amazing to me. Because I was like, in what what are we talking about here? Fake urine? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Let me tell you, that scene from Sex in the City has stayed in my brain. <laughs> <laughs> Not to kink shame, but I hate that. <laughs> if there's one thing that this podcast will go down in history as, it is my unapologetic commitment to kink shaming. Yeah, that is true. Because <laughs> some you of really your kinks are, about it. are disgusting oh, and wow. I don't understand it. <laughs> I don't know what happened to you in childhood oh, that okay. you enjoy being pissed and shit on. <sighs> Dan Savage is going to come into my DMs and be like, you grow up. No, Daniel. (laughs) Also, it's like, if you're going to do it, like, go all the way. Commit, right. It's actually more work for you to try to, like, brew tea than it is to use your God-given kettle. What else are you (laughs) going to just waste it down the toilet? So the bag of fake urine apparently reeked of weed. And so they were like, "Mm, this is probably for a drug test. But here's my favorite part of this article from the TC Palm. Um, The writer writes, urine is the liquid and dissolved substances secreted by kidneys and stored in the bladder. Urine is discharged from the body via the urethra, typically into a toilet, (laughs) commode, or urinal. I didn't know. This was at the midpoint in the story. (laughs) Now, anybody who's gone to journalism school, like myself, knows of the inverted pyramid. (laughs) The inverted pyramid, which is that you go from the most important details all the way to the least important details so that if an editor needs to cut your story at any point, they know that everything above the cut is going to be vital information. Right. This was in the middle of the story. (laughs) This person, if they were following this, the inverted pyramid, (laughs) thought that other information was less vital than knowing that urine is the liquid and dissolved substances secreted by the penis, <laughs> secreted by the kidneys, and stored in the bladder. I just, why wasn't urine is discharged from the body via the urethra typically into a toilet commode or urinal? The headline! <laughs> also, what is a commode? Yeah, we why need is another that? four sentences describing what a commode is, defining it. Yeah, this is the moral dilemma of how a PB&J is made. Do you know about this? People have been posting TikToks about it. I haven't seen it, no. I guess this was a thing Let's that maybe we had to... Maybe we had to do this in school, in like middle school, as like a writing exercise, mm-hmm. where the teacher would ask, like, you have 10 minutes to write a recipe as specific as possible for how to make... A peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Oh, okay. And the idea is that, like, at some point, someone who is a complete alien might misinterpret you to mean, like, uh, oh, I I didn't know I had to put the bread on a table. I thought I could put it on the dirt ground. Oh, and right, then, right, right, So you have to right, be, like, right. super specific, and it's basically impossible. Yeah. Because everyone could choose to misinterpret everything you say. Yep. Anyway, um, moving on. This story from 2018, a Florida man interested in karate is alleged to have found an elusive and illegal target for his kicks, 
bird faces. Oh, this, this man... guy was listening to us when we had our Birdwatch 2022 call. Exactly. Apparently, this man was arrested for practicing karate by kicking swans <gasps> in the head at a park in downtown Orlando. Oh, those poor swans. No, fuck birds. <laughs> I'm not going to back down. This podcast has been vehemently anti-kink and anti-birds, and I stand by both of those things. Maybe this guy was just working for Bjork, was just also, trying to get him new, get her new dresses. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Swans really did not have a better year than the year that uh, Bjork dressed as a swan. Yeah. Was that around the same time that Black Swan came out, or am I just putting those two things together? Well, I mean, Black Swan is like a decades-old ballet. The movie. I don't remember. Um, But yeah, love this for this man. Um, I do not understand what karate, jujitsu, taibo, like all of these things. My trainer is practicing jujitsu, which he shouldn't be. No. He doesn't need any more um, power. (laughs) I just think he (laughs) should stay home. Because we were sort of talking about how I hurt my leg and we don't know how. And he was like, yeah, I've been having like a headache since the other day because I got like rammed into the floor by my jujitsu opponent and uh-huh. I was like okay oh, you you should probably go to a doctor also because <laughs> uh, you have a head injury <laughs> and mine is just like a black and blue mark on my leg <laughs> anyway uh, what else from 2019 a man was arrested after he was caught having sex with a stuffed animal inside of Target uh-huh. that's right witnesses say they saw him take a large Olaf from Frozen Okay, of all the stuffed animals, I I get it. He took it off the store shelves. Um, Here's what confused me, because they said he started to dry hump it and then jizzed on it. Mm, At what point did the dry become wet? What do you consider dry humping? I don't really want to talk about this. Because it, it, uh, it pants on. Right. Right. My, because uh, I was like, did I have, have I been getting the definition of dry humping wrong? Pants on. Right. My assumption is always that you're humping through close. Right. Maybe it was such a fat load <laughs> <laughs> that it kind of broke through his pants. Right. And still got Olaf sopping wet. Mm. Um, but I guess he put Olaf back on the shelf no. and then selected a large unicorn and started fucking that too. Oh, God. He was arrested, and um, the article says that the toys were, quote, removed from the store and destroyed. Yeah, they should burn the whole store down. (laughs) Right. Not to upset you, but, like, there's just everywhere. Yeah, that's just the one that they caught. Right. In a Target? Like— It's called Target for a reason. What? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) What is the bullseye for if not jizz? Jizz. Next, a Florida man who allegedly resisted arrest after being caught illegally feeding an alligator named Hank. Aw, Hank. uh, Described Hank as, quote, a good boy, a good friend, (laughs) and he just sits there and loves bagels. (laughs) Same. When um, he was arrested, he said, it's illegal. It's totally illegal to do it. Did I know it? No. Did I know I couldn't feed a turtle alligators? Yeah, I kind of knew that. Just immediately contradicts himself. (laughs) Then he said, I don't know. Maybe I'm Dr. Doolittle. I mean, maybe he is. Let Hank eat. Yeah. The same story mentions a woman in Clearwater who had an 11-foot alligator crash through her window, destroy her dining room table, leave holes in her walls, and smash her stash of wine. Wow. 
tragic. Tragic. Strangers left bottles of wine at her house to replace those that she lost. Wow, that's beautiful. That's community coming yeah. together. Next. A Palm Coast man, stripped naked, chased two unwitting strangers around a Chick-fil-A parking lot and then yelled at responding deputies to, quote, look at my penis, look at my ass, and you're gay for looking at my penis. (laughs) Oh, my God. It's Honestly, (laughs) hero. Hero, absolutely. You go to a (laughs) Chick-fil-A and start screaming, you're gay for looking at my penis. Activism. That is activism. Yeah. Wow. Does he work for the ACLU? Yeah. That is where we should be sending our recruit. Like, that is the front line of the war against straight people. Yeah. It is Chick-fil-A. Yeah. And that is where our biggest conversions are going to happen. Yeah. We need to get to the children of Chick-fil-A by showing them genitalia. Oh, no. What else? A woman in Florida was arrested and charged with aggravated assault without intent to kill after she reportedly farted loudly <laughs> in a dollar store and then pulled a knife on a man who complained. Oh, my God. Shiro. Shiro. The fact that she got aggravated assault without intent to kill. When that. the next line is she is accused of pulling a small knife from her purse and telling the man she was going to gut him. <laughs> She's not going to kill him, just gut him. That's true. He can get new guts. It's like when you catch a fish and its mouth is like slashed open, but then you set it free. Yeah, exactly. I mean, rule number one of a dollar store is don't look anybody else in the face. No, second is don't complain if anyone farts because it smells in there anyway. Yeah, it's like an orgy. It's like what you see in a dollar store, you can't. We don't talk about it outside of it. If you see someone you know, you pretend like you have not seen them. Yeah, I just think like... No one should ever comment on another person's farts. That being said, there was someone at the movie premiere that we were at who was sitting near us who was farting the entire time, and it did smell. Yeah. But it wasn't me, even though previously I did say, wow, if I fart tonight, I'd be farting in the same room as Will Ferrell. Okay. Um, A student at Florida Atlantic University was arrested after he posted a message on Twitter that threatened to kill his professor for scheduling an exam at 7 a.m. I mean... Justified. Yeah, justified. What is the problem here? Arrest the teacher. Yeah, absolutely. 7 a.m.? What are you... That is categorically insane. Okay. Although, when did school start? When we were in, like, grade school. Not 7 a.m., no, but maybe like 8 a.m.? Definitely at least 8 a.m. Yeah. Yeah. I remember having to get up at 6 a.m. to catch the bus at 7 a.m. Yeah. To get to school at 8 a.m. Right. Yeah. 7 a.m. in college. Yeah. No. Mm-mm. That man's life Mm-mm. deserves to be threatened. Uh, the kid didn't have much of a defense, though, because the tweet in question was, um, I'm paraphrasing, but I'm going to kill this professor. This is my confession to premeditated murder. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's, that's a bummer. <laughs> That's Yeah, that's it right there. (laughs) And finally, this one is just from this week, actually. Wow. The TSA uh, at the Fort Lauderdale Hollywood Airport. I didn't even know there was a Hollywood Airport. They shouldn't be allowed to call it that. Uh, The TSA found a gun stuffed inside of a whole raw chicken. Mm, (laughs) So really going back to what we were discussing earlier, I suppose if you're not going to put all of the insides of the bird in a tiny Ziploc bag, I guess put a gun in it. That does feel more American. Yeah, you can just fit it right in there. And it is Florida. Mm -hmm. I get why this person thought that they would get away with it. Yeah, of course. Ultimately, they did not. No. Um, Unclear whether the gun was loaded. I think they were just kind of, you know, just trafficking arms. Right. 
Yeah. So we can cross that off our list of how to commit crimes. Yeah. Do not attempt to um, use a chicken carcass as a mule. Right. Because it won't work. No. We'll get them one time. <laughs> and that is it for our Florida Deep Dive. Shout out to Florida for giving us the most consistently insane stories for the past however many years Florida has been a state. Thank um, you. Bless you. Not much longer, but they've, yeah. they've had a good run. All right, we're almost there. We're almost at the end of the show. But first, our chasers. Chasers are the good stuff that helps the bad shit go down easier, starting with Do Better White People, where we highlight some anti-racism resources and other actions we can take to make our world a little bit better. Barry, what are we highlighting this month? This month, we're focusing on fighting hunger because it's Thanksgiving and because it's important. So we're highlighting Feeding America, which is the biggest network of food banks. You can find a link in our bio and also in our show notes. And all you have to do is you punch in your zip code, gives you your local food bank. And then hopefully you can either volunteer yourself or donate some food or donate some dollars. And um, it's especially important as we head into Thanksgiving and the winter months. Mm -hmm. That's what we're highlighting. Love it. All right. Now, uh, the TV we've been watching. What have you been watching? I have been watching White Lotus. So continuing to watch White Lotus and continuing to watch Lost. I don't remember if I talked about it on the pod, but I think like a year ago I was like, I'm going to watch Lost. And then I watched the pilot and then I forgot to keep going. Right. right. I'm now seven episodes in. Wow. Um, And it's fun to rewatch slash watch. I've never seen it before. So, yeah. What about you? What are you watching? I feel like I haven't been watching that much, and but then I think about it, and I'm like, actually, I've watched a bajillion things. <laughs> I finished Love is Blind. Mm-hmm. Still hate everyone. Um, <laughs> I forgot last time that I watched Guillermo del Toro's Cabinet of Curiosities. Oh, yeah. It's like a Netflix anthology, I guess. It's uh-huh. like eight individual stories. All of them were, like, produced by Guillermo del Toro, but all of them are, like, directed by a different person, and they're all kind of horror I don't love Too horror. Too scary for me. Too scary. I I was prepared to be. There was only like a one of them maybe that like truly creeped me out. Yeah. But some of them, some of them were funny. Okay. But it was like yeah, fun like fall watch. Yeah. But then I just finished Inside Man, which is on Netflix. Okay. Starring Stanley Tucci. Mm. Uh, it's like a British show, and David Tennant. We it's, love. I don't know how to describe it. You just, it's four episodes. It's like, it goes by very fast. And um, yeah. Yeah. I will say also, I'm back on that Poirot watch. It's just, tis the season for murder mysteries. Yeah. You know, tis the season to get nice and cozy and watch some Poirot. That's true. I need to dive back in. Yeah. What is your non-TV chaser? My non-TV chaser was going to the Rainbow Room with you, which we we pretty much covered in the gripes. But again, it was just like very exciting and fun. And I was like, wow. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So it was really nice. And also the outpouring of love uh, from the winos has been really uh, bittersweet. Uh, right. But, you know, Joe Firestone was right about everything that she said about once we make this announcement. <laughs> yeah. So also Joe Firestone. And we went and saw a comedy show together that Joe was in yeah. on Sunday. And it was so fun. It was called Cozy Sweater. I think it's monthly at Union Hall for New York folks. Yeah. Uh, you should go. It's hosted by Karen Chi and Samantha Ruddy. And it was just like so fun. It was from five to seven uh, or like five to seven thirty, something like that. Really fun time for a comedy show. Still get to have dinner afterwards. It's yeah. not super late. 
And uh, yeah, just a lot of fun events this week. What about you? What's your non-TV chaser? Yeah, that made me think about how um, Daylight Savings Time was this. Um, oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Which uh, I feel like uh, I'm so conflicted about it because I do feel like my schedule has improved like sleeping wise. Yeah. Because it's like I feel like I'm going to bed a little bit earlier. I'm waking up even like more awake. But yeah. then I'm like, oh, right. It gets dark at two o'clock. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, For sure. For sure. The and, sunset before 5 p.m. Right. But this is Chaser. So I'm supposed to be happy. You sure are, bitch. Uh, I baked this pumpkin like ooey gooey cake. Oh yeah, I'm so mad at you for eating it all and not saving any for me. Yeah, I, I'll make it again. Okay, thank you. Because we can include the link to the recipe. Okay. Um, it's from Butternut Bakery, it's called. Um, I love her. We follow one another on Instagram. <gasps> Uh, I was like, literally, she was teasing this recipe and I was waiting for it to drop. Like, yeah. Like it was Taylor Swift tickets. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I was in line um, with my credit card ready to spend all of my money on the pumpkin ooey gooey butter cake. It was basically the consistency of like a lemon square, but pumpkin. Yeah, where that it was like delicious. A kind of a cakey cookie base. Yeah. But then pumpkin pie. Yeah, I'll make it again. It was so good. And it's pie season. I mean, it's always pie season when you're Matt and Barry, but it's like actually pie season now. And boy, have we been taking advantage. Uh, But we haven't made any pies. I know we should. We should make some this weekend. Yeah. Okay. Curly pies. Yeah, guys, we're going to watch the Weird Al movie this weekend. We will be reporting back. And our plan is to make a meal exclusively of curly foods. (laughs) Yeah. Gonna make a curly um, pie. Anyway, that is it for this week's episode. Thank you for listening to Unhappy Hour. You can buy merch at unhappyhourshop.com. Get that legacy merch. As always, you can head to the Odyssey app or wherever you get this podcast. Follow us, rate us, review us, but only if it's nice. I don't want to hear your shit. Unhappy Hour is a production of Pineapple Street Studios. It's produced by Barry Finkel, Melissa Slaughter, Marisa Roscoe, and me, Matt Bellisai. This week's episode was edited by Marina Henke, Grace Chen, Liz O'Malley, Meredith Rice, and Kirk Courtney help out with our socials. Special thanks to Jenna Weiss-Berman and Max Linsky. Our music is by Hansel Sue. You can bother Barry at Finkleberry Pie. You can worship me at Matt Bellisai. You can follow Unhappy Hour Pod on Twitter and Unhappy Hour on Instagram for all the latest podcast buzz. You can leave us a voicemail on our rant hotline at 601-600-RANT. That's 601-600-7268. And that's it. That's everything. Thank you for listening. See you next week. Bye-bye. No. (laughs) You know what's fucked up is that I, my brain thought I was going to sing All I Want for Christmas is You. Wow. And instead it just came out of (laughs) the